0: Welcome to Layout, a weekly podcast about design, technology, and everything else. Our main topic for this week introverts and extroverts. Our thanks to Envision for sponsoring this week's episode.
1: If I touch my lamp, like if I grab my lamp, I hear static on my headphones.
0: Whoa.
1: Like a a voltage thing. Maybe because my lamp is connected to a wireless charger base, so there's like power running
0: through it. Maybe. Maybe it's like communicating energy, sending energy to your brain. Man, if I keep
1: doing it, I'm going to, you know, have brain cancer.
0: Like your hair is just going to (laughs) start, you know.
1: Already is. <laughs> All uh, uh We didn't talk about it. I got rid of my man bun. we talk about it? I don't know. No, we
0: didn't. It's, it's, that's
1: not why people tune in for it. Hey, you want to know something no, no, interesting? No, no, I'm
0: curious about this. What happened to the Tim man bun?
1: I could It, it was too much to handle. Um, <laughs> Tim...
0: It didn't fit in your lifestyle? Tim
1: gave up first, but but he had it longer. Uh, no, it, it was really hard. Um, and, and for the longest time, I... I kept it around just because it took me so long to get to that point mm. i was like you know really think this through <laughs> <laughs> um it's like once you decided you want a tattoo don't get it for like a month you know oh yeah I'd just, say just for to be a sure <laughs> a year oh yeah i definitely didn't do there's there's a couple that i was just like yeah let's do it let's do it for real bro yeah let's do it and i did it
0: Um, have you ever changed your mind on like a tattoo that you have no not yet because i don't (laughs) have tattoos like for this exact reason because i i feel like i know myself enough that to know that if i choose that i like something today uh, i'm not gonna like it in a year
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. the 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 well the trick for me is not don't get something that you like visually right like that well do it, you know. You have to like it, but don't. That that can't be the main reason. Like aesthetics isn't, it shouldn't be the main reason because mm. that changes like your taste, right? Because um, then you so end up like, with a tribal. Would tattoo I do or... it this particular design now today? Like maybe not, but that's not why I have it. Like I still like it because it meant something and it's right. part
0: of like right, right history and stuff. Anyway, um, so like, that's not about are you are you saying about. that I should get like the the layout artwork tattooed? Of course, <laughs> yes, of course when you're like, um, uh, that, that
1: was not what I was going to say. I was going to say, oh, 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 I just realized that um, when I am tired, like physically tired. <laughs> like right now. Like right now, uh, context is, it's midnight here. Um, it, it was my fault. I don't know, like blaming Kevin. <laughs> like w- when you get tired or when I do get tired, the first thing that gives it away, like the first part of my brain that shuts off is English. (laughs) Like, because English is not my main language, like, my my first language, it it requires extra effort on my part, so I have to be extra focused. Right. So, when I'm really tired, I just noticed, like, the first uh, thing, the first giveaway (laughs) is that I start adding, you know, like, you know filler words? Like, (laughs) like? Boy, do I know uh, about filler words? (laughs) (laughs) So... The first thing I do is like add Portuguese filler words.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> interesting. What um, are what are some so Portuguese filler words?
1: Teep this. <laughs> Which means exactly it means like. Huh. Um interesting. Or yeah, even like or. Okay,
0: so, I so I like "Oh então"
1: like I, I i just slip in portuguese filler words when i'm tired uh, it, i don't know I, I think that's interesting
0: okay so uh, there's a challenge for you listeners <laughs> your your job is gonna be to count the number of uh, portuguese filler words that rafa inserts into this episode and uh who knows maybe the maybe the winner if you get it exactly correctly maybe you're, you're gonna get some stickers
1: Yes, and I will double check that on the editing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm like I'm, I, I like this because it just creates more work for you, <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is great because I am
0: tired. But, but uh, I'll <laughs> pay for shipping. I'll pay for shipping. So <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, uh, crazy crazy week this week. Um, so, but let's let that's not what people tune in for. Let's start the show, and as always, let's start with some follow up follow up. So last week we were talking about um, shipping side projects and then that kind of escalated more into how we spend our time, uh, you know, um, how much time do we take off for side projects and for our hobbies and all and how we shouldn't feel really bad for taking time off work, quote unquote. Um, and just one thing that I, I forgot to mention and I, I had it in my notes um, felt silly not, you know, forgetting to mention it. So I kind of want to just give one extra shout out. Uh, part of all those side projects and, and, you know, products that you might be working on, uh, so side products, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> Um, like in the hobbies and all of that, like something else that uh, I want to mention is taking time off to learn new skills. And that may be reading, uh, you know, technical books or something. Something that I, I just did, like, this week, I was browsing more books because I like to buy books. Um, notice are, I you, said are you buy? one of
0: these? Cause, see, I like buying books. I love buying books. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. don't happen to read them, read them, but I buy them.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So uh, at the beginning of this week, I found myself in that situation where I was browsing books like, oh, yes, yes. But then I remember, oh, my God, like how many books did I bought last year that I haven't gotten around to read, and so I close the tab, stop browsing books, and so I have a pile of books uh here on the side of like all the books that I bought last week last week I mean last year um that I want to read and haven't so before I buy any more books i'm gonna I wanna read through these um so anyway, what I was trying to say is um taking time to learn new stuff like reading technical books and you know stuff like you know academic books or whatever uh, or even taking up online courses and stuff and this is a part of this is what i want to give a shout out to is um devon's uh releases um like or is about to release this this course on 3d um design for designers um i don't oh my god i should pull up the actual name of the website 3d4designers.com that's that's easy um you know you if you if you're any so slightly involved in uh design twitter you've seen this popping around because i got the feeling that everyone that i follow on twitter uh enrolled on this course um i am super stoked about this course i also like signed up um just the one thing that i'm not excited and not looking for is to install a more adobe oh god <laughs> crap on my computer <laughs> It's the one thing that even made me, like, doubt or, like, should I really, do I really want to install Cinema 4D or whatever it's called? Yep. Um, so, anyway. Um, <laughs> so, I'm really excited about this because I knew nothing about 3D. And, this is interesting, not interesting. Um, I don't see myself, like, using a lot of these skills. <laughs> um, because if you told me, like, well, and I thought about this, like, shouldn't I really just focus more on development and all, like, uh, programming? Because I know I'm going to use that in a more like productive way than 4D. Because 4D, I could like take up, you know, I could come up with some illustrations or something or some like cool interactions and cool animations. But I can use it as much uh, in in what I do. Um, but still, I, I feel like it's just opening my you know broaden my horizons and learn new stuff that is not super directly um related to what I do so right anyway that is one thing and another thing that I want to mention so, is we, we, uh, man <laughs>
0: <laughs> want to say something about this um because I've, I've also seen every person on my timeline like actually join this uh and it looks awesome like the website looks amazing like the course looks really interesting uh Despite all of that, I am not taking it. Um and that is because and I think that's that's interesting. Um we talked a little bit last week about how I am about side projects and stuff like that and how like what I'm motivated by is like actually delivering on the idea more than actually just launching it. Um and with mm. this, like I f- I find that whenever I want to learn something I have to have like a specific use case in mind for how I'm going to use the thing um -hmm. and so I forget who I was listening to some something somewhere um someone someone said uh said this exact thing that really resonated with me which is like they need to get find the problem first before finding the solution um Mm -hmm. and it's basically like the they need the um, something to like hang the solution on and that is the problem and unless i have that i'm kind of not (laughs) as weird as it sounds like not interested in the solution um so it's kind of what's happening here for me it's like this sounds and looks really cool and i'm happy for everyone who's taking the course personally i don't i don't feel like i've had i've run into the problem where i need this yet um but i'll like i'll keep it bookmarked for when i do because um, who knows right like ar and vr are becoming more and more of a thing so um yeah at some point i might need this but not now
1: absolutely no i i i am more like you in that like in this in this regard i really like thought long and hard about it if i really wanted to spend my money on this course um and like i said i don't see myself using these skills a lot in my day-to-day job and side projects but like i just i force myself to get out of my comfort zone because this is a it's very different from what i used to from what i know mm-hmm. um so anyway let's see how that goes i cool. will most definitely like want to talk about it here uh afterwards. So um there's one another thing that I just want to give a shout out is uh, my friend Mangtos uh new course uh design code um design code.io by the way we're putting links on the show notes um for you to check out uh and, and this is version two of uh, he his uh like design and code I mean it's right in the name uh <laughs> course is like an interactive book um in where like the first part, the first section is all about you know Letting you know about how to use Sketch and the fundamentals of design and like for beginners, Um, but also like with this is it also goes very in depth about the new trends and the new um, the new paradigms of iOS 11 and uh, iPhone 10 and stuff. So it's a really good design, uh, more beginner oriented, but a a really good design course. But the second part, the code part is uh, man goes over like whatever we designed in the first part of the course. We implement that in in code, in Xcode. You're writing Swifts. And I got to say, the first version of this book, um, it's like, they're two separate books, but like the first design code, uh, the code part was great, but it was like, I don't want to say like shippable ready code, right? It's like more for a designer to dip their toes into code and especially animations and transitions. But now meng uh, got a team of developers uh, to help him along and like it's a really good code but like written for designers uh, course so this is out i already i bought the book the book finally came out i feel like a couple of weeks ago so it's still fairly recent um he also built an app to go over like to, so you can browse and read the book uh, using the app which is also cool um and the app is beautifully designed is awesome so uh, anyway, if you're interested in in learning some Swift, um, in some sketch, I guess, some like some design, uh, check out designcode.io as well.
0: One thing that I like for both of these things is how like they have a specific focus that it's for designers. It's like no, no, no. Like mm-hmm. you're not going to be learning to to code for for a developer. This is going to be like targeted specifically at designers. Um, and I kind of like that with kind of courses like this, because it really allows them to skip over certain things or like focus on specific things that designers are going to be interested in. And it sort of gives them a basis for, OK, here's what we expect people to sort of know. So at least you have sort of a starting mm-hmm. point. So absolutely. I really like yeah. That. Okay, so the next thing I wanted to talk about was uh your sticker video. <laughs> so your viral video technique strikes again. <laughs> um if you haven't seen it, uh we'll put a link in the show notes. <laughs> but I'm kind of curious about the making of, of this video. <laughs>
1: um I'm gonna be super honest. I need to I need a refresher. Uh let me check. Let me pull the video. Because I did like first the uh, this was very like on hands as I was thinking about it. I was recording it.
0: So yeah, do you do multiple um, takes for these, or is is it like a one one no, shot deal?
1: This was a one take thing. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. Um, yeah, so the basic idea is, I once I got the stickers in my hand, they looked so good. Um, so I pulled the the layout website, which has like a big thumbnail of the art artwork of the show. So the idea is, like, get a, uh, like, silly, silly joke in where, like, you could click a button in the website and you could get a sticker. So you, I, 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 <laughs> I put the sticker on the screen, like, on top of the thumbnail, and the, the joke is that you can pull stickers out. Uh, haha. Uh,
0: so funny. Um, so what do you want to know? How do I? <laughs> so did you, did you actually, like, stick the sticker right on your screen?
1: Yes, but very, just, like, very gently, lightly. It was not, like, fully, you know. Cause, so if you check, the first time I, I you see the screen, there's no sticker. So I right. I glued the sticker when I zoomed in. Um, and I also, like, if you follow me on Instagram, I also did like, some live stories, which had, like, a different version of the same joke, I guess. Um <laughs> So you can see, if you follow me on Twitter and on Instagram, you could see, like, the thought process, like, the evolution of the joke. Okay,
0: stop plugging your your other social media account, all right?
1: Yeah, sorry, Kevin, sorry. Uh, but uh, do a fresh content. I
0: just realized, so when I saw the video, I was like, oh, maybe you zoomed a page or anything like that. But it's, it's almost, like, one-to-one with, like, the website, which is kind of cool. Not intended.
1: Not quite. I had to zoom out a little uh, bit.
0: Ah, okay. Zoom out? So I had to zoom out. Huh, I'm Wasn't the opposite it, here. I would I have think, to zoom I don't know or zoom
1: in. I ne- I remember that I had to to tweak the the uh, zoom I guess settings.
0: it rep- it depends on your resolution of your your monitor. That is
1: very true. Um so I had to yeah, change the zoom uh change, you know, I just inspect element and change the the button uh, label and i had to remove the remove the 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 anchor so so when i clicked it didn't refresh the page
0: so um one funny thing about this is i think i actually want to make that that get sticker button <laughs> like i think <laughs> right. we really need to make this happen now um so stay tuned <laughs> but um <laughs> there there might be there might be a way for you to click a get sticker button soon Ooh, uh, and receive stickers. Nice. Okay. Looking forward um, to that. Cause people, people have asked us for, for stickers. Right. And, and like, we've, yes, they should. we've sent the winners of our listener of the year awards, some stickers. Yes. Um, yes. And while like this, the shipping isn't that expensive. Uh, I'm kind of worried. Like I, I just can't keep sending these stickers. for free. Right. Right. Um, you can't go to the, Post so basically like what i idea. what i would do is basically just don't charge anything for the stickers but i but just charge for for shipping um for mm-hmm. those who might be interested so um this might be let what, us know if you what are we do um i don't know if people are interested there might be one person whoever buys them but hey at least at least it'll be there in case people want it <laughs> i still have all these stickers so <laughs> <laughs> gotta find a way to get rid of them right
1: okay uh that is it for follow-up we should um get to our main topic but before we do um and uh, speaking of, of things you could uh you know courses you could enroll in books you could buy to read envision is back again uh, supporting the show sponsoring layout uh and this time uh they would like us to let you know about designbetter.co so design better is uh the this collection of four immersive books on you know design knowledge and if you check the website by the way you can you can check all of this that we're talking about um it's a a collection of four books it's also a podcast and it's also a bunch of workshops like (laughs) basically if you want to learn stuff uh you know design related hopefully go here and you will, with no doubt, find something super awesome for you. Um, this I remember when this came out um, when they firstly uh, when they first announced it. Uh, it was shortly after like Aaron Walter, uh, who's now uh, you know, for a while now, but he's at uh, working at Envision as VP of Design Education. Um, I don't know if you if you're familiar with with Aaron Walter. Like I've followed him yeah. on Twitter since forever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. He came from he came from Mailchimp. Uh, at least that's where I know him from. Um, and, and he's been doing like amazing work at Envision, getting all like the resources. Uh, you know, he's VP of Design Education, and <laughs> this was the first thing like direct influence that I've seen from him since he joined. Um, it's a collection again, like I said, of, of four different books. They have one on Principles of Product Design by Aaron Walton himself. Uh, they have one uh, on Design Thinking Handbook. Um, a third on design leadership handbook and uh, lastly design systems yeah
0: I've read through a lot of that one uh, and it's really good so if you're kind of like getting started into leadership or building a team for the first time it's a it's a really good place to get started uh, and it covers a lot of the basics so um, yeah highly recommend and the website just looks amazing like yeah man (laughs) sometimes I just go there and like browse it for like inspiration (laughs) um so it's super nice uh so yeah check it out don't just take
1: kevin's word for it in <laughs> mind <laughs> go <laughs> go to design better.co do you pronounce it co i've been yeah, pronouncing that co i pronounce it co i don't know co co all right design better.co so just go there and i am sure you will find something um useful for you
0: who wouldn't want to design better no, oh, that's true. I mean, they can take it and run with it, but I think I think we all want to design better. So
1: that's but a great uh, tagline. Yeah, they <laughs> should run with it.
0: <laughs>
1: Brought to you by Kevin Clark from Envision.
0: <laughs> Clark from Shopify.
1: Boom. Um, and by the way, if, if you're listening to this and like, oh, Rafa, yes, uh, I remember the website. I've seen it when it came out. Um well check it again cause they keep adding amazing stuff to this. This is like a living page. It's not this was not a one release type of deal. So uh, if you're all oh yes, I remember that page. I've seen it. Um yeah, maybe you haven't seen everything. <laughs> check it again.
0: Is that how our listeners sound?
1: Oh man, I hope not. Oh my god. <laughs> this is this is my like smug, you know, voice. Um anyway. Ah, again, <laughs> once again, thanks to Envision for uh, sponsoring layout. Okay,
0: Kevin. All right, perfect.
1: Good job, Kevin Clark. Um, we have our main topic. Yes, and I I'm thinking that this may start start a little vague, and then we're gonna focus and narrow down. Right, <laughs> gonna funnel the conversation on this one. Um, so our topic for this week is. Like introverts and extroverts now before we kick off the discussion, it's like I feel like we've been talking about this you know since the start of the show we've been doing this for a while now um it's like it's it's part of some of our narratives um it, it most certainly like influences a lot of our decisions our, our personalities um, but you've been like actively trying to change where you see yourself in the spectrum um, right so maybe before we start should i just briefly sum up what does it mean being introvert and well, extrovert just so to clear first thing
0: that i first question that i want to ask because um, i think it's <laughs> like being introvert versus extrovert um i think like in general it just means different things than uh i think a lot of people think they do um so, my question is, are you an introvert or an extrovert? Because I don't know. Um, I'll tell you.
1: You don't know what I am or
0: you don't know what you I are? I don't know what you are. I know what I am, but.
1: Oh. oh well, that's personal, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I am. I see, I definitely see myself on the introvert side of the spectrum. But it's not a, like a black and white right. thing. You're either one or right. two. It's like okay. a, It's like, take a spectrum of like, you know, zero being introvert and 10 extrovert, I'm like a three, you know?
0: Hmm, okay. And a five is like neutral. You, right. you don't,
1: you don't, you know, see yourself either one or the other. Right. So I'm a three.
0: Okay. <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah. So I'm also introverted. Um, and as you mentioned, like been trying to get maybe closer to the middle. Um. So, but knowing that, can you explain to us what is an introvert?
1: So again, I feel like I, we've mentioned this before, but to sum it up, the way I see it is an introvert is someone who um, like depletes their batteries when they are around other people. So when you're like socializing, uh, it's not that you don't enjoy it. It's not that you are not good at it um it's not like you can be the life at a party and still be an introvert but what it means for me is like when you're in that context you then you need to recharge and by recharging you mean i mean like being alone or like being in your room or being in your home and being like away from any like social pressure and interactions whilst on the other end someone who's an extrovert uh, means that they. Charge their batteries by being on a more like social environment where they interact with other people when they talk to other people Uh, that's how they recharge their energies so in a very practical example is if i go out to a party if i go out to a bar or whatever when i'm surrounded by a lot of people i actually enjoy it i like it but like the next day i need to be home like i can't yeah. be partying like that will deplete my battery like crazy like that is fine but like midnight and i need to go home because i can't deal
0: with this anymore right yeah so it's not being shy either
1: no 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 and i, I don't i don't think i'm shy
0: yeah to, to be honest i I'm mean both of like us are on a podcast right now and both of us has, yeah. have done very many talks and i actually like i enjoy that like that that feeling of yeah, same. being in front and like talking and yeah like just like showing the stuff that i do is something that i like that i enjoy um so it has nothing to do with that i think positioning it as energy uh is like the right way to, to position this uh, and i think that's why it's actually pretty difficult to know who's what really, because there's Mm -hmm. no way for me externally to know where you get your energy from. I can try to take a guess, (laughs) but it's like, sometimes I find that you're really surprised. Um, I know, like, I've had many people at work, (laughs) when I mentioned that I'm introverted, they're like, what? Like, you're not introverted. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I am. Um, So yeah, like, you can go through like you mentioned, like stretches of time where you're just you're out and you're around people, and like you might be talking to tons of people at the same time, like it's and that's fine, but it's it's that like that's not sustainable for you that it's something that takes energy um so yeah, I think this is interesting because that kind of dimension of <laughs> introverted to extroverted again here like both of us are introverted so we're maybe not going to be able to cover cover the extroverted side as as well um but i think it honestly it's probably the majority of, of people in design i would say would be more introverted um compared to other
1: industries yeah
0: maybe uh
1: but i, I wouldn't say like there are more introverts than extroverts i I'm not ready to. Oh, i to. No, think no, it's no, more no, common to see introverted
0: people. But for designers specifically. Effectively, what we do is we spend our days in front of our computer, which like tends to attract people that are more likely to be introverted, in my opinion. True. Um, but it, it's totally fine to be extroverted, really. Like, and I think it, it actually adds a lot to the teams.
1: To me, the interesting part of this discussion uh, is the fact that you were trying to not fight that but change like where you see yourself in the spectrum um so i'm just
0: really curious to know right. as to why because yeah, so i've been doing the opposite <laughs> i would say like I've been... it's like i've like even sometimes like a, like doing a full day of work would be exhausting to me at a like human level. <laughs> where I would I would need like a, a just a break from people when I would come home from work um, and sometimes like you know like that it kind of affected um, like if I chose to go to certain events or not I would often like just not go to many things because I would just didn't feel like being around people um and that's like obviously kind of problematic in certain ways um when you're sort of that introverted um so yeah I'd say like for me I've sort of made the decision that I wanted to be more in the middle of the spectrum because as you mentioned again like that's a spectrum it's not a yes or no um and so what i've been trying is like actually forcing myself to get outside of my comfort zone like push boundaries beyond sort of what i'm usually okay with and see how far that that takes me so for example, like one of the things that I've done, um, it last year was I went to this week long conference, um, where you're actually like around people all the time. <laughs> um, and I know for a fact that like, I wouldn't have been able to do that or I would have, wouldn't have enjoyed it as much had I done that, like just even a couple years ago. Um, so for me, it's like kind of a, a sort of training process where it's not that it changes how I get my energy, but I think it changes how long I can run <laughs> being just like very like, I don't know, acting more extroverted, I guess, which is like being around people. Like I, a lot of this like, I see as like fueling conversations a little bit better. Like that's one thing for me that that was difficult was okay. I feel like I have nothing to say to people, and then I'm just awkward. <laughs> um, I feel like I can't like make like an introduction or like I just I, I don't like being in that surrounding where I'm like around people and I, that I don't know, and I'm expected to just go talk to them somehow, uh, which was like very tough for me before and like i feel like i've gotten a lot better at that um since since then um but like some things also that i've done which sound crazy but um like i've given talks at conferences as like a way to avoid having to like introduce myself because then people have seen the conference and they already sort of know about you and they can come and talk to you about a specific topic. (laughs) So (laughs) those are things that I've done in the past. Um, so yeah, I think for me, it's a little bit about, um, getting outside of the comfort zone. It's a little bit about like actually trying to trick my brain (laughs) into, uh, doing things that I know will be good for me, even though sometimes it's like, it is going to take me more energy than maybe it would take someone else. Um, and yeah, honestly, I think it's, it's worked for me and now I feel much more balanced in sort of the way that I approach things.
1: That's that's very interesting because I I I think I've I've been doing the opposite.
0: <laughs> um, interesting.
1: So it's not like fighting to be more introvert. It's just to accept better who I really am. Right. If that makes sense. Because sometimes, slash a lot of times <laughs> in the past, I felt bad for not wanting to go out. Or, you know, saying no to this friend who just invited you to this huge party. Because um, usually society tends to favor ext- um, extroverted behaviors, I would say. Yeah. Um, so you always felt bad. <laughs> and once once I, well, I guess you felt bad for being an introvert and trying, like, not wanting to, do these social things so much and so often um yeah. so once i i got this energy concept uh, locked down like i felt better about myself like oh right. it's not that i don't like people right it's just i just am more tired this requires a lot more energy for me than maybe someone else um but once i locked that concept down everything became um, easier but still like you know if a friend invites me over for dinner or whatever like i i don't want to say no Right? Mm-hmm. But if someone is inviting you and asking you to, to join them to do stuff, that's because they want you there. They want your company. So, anyway. Um, but I've been feeling more and more like okay with saying no. Um, and why? It's just like I think amongst my friends now, it's more like they will understand better. If that makes sense. Like, I trust my friends. Um, I trust them to know that one one when I when, when I decline an invitation to, to a social event, I trust my friends to to know that I'm doing that because, uh, like, I am tired. Like, right. I, I I can't. Like, uh, not because I don't like them or you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I've yeah. been more and more comfortable with myself, uh, and that has been feeling good and i feel like what 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 contributed to this shift in mentality it was just meeting more people that are kind of similar to me in a way (laughs) like Mm -hmm. meeting friends like designer friends and meeting friends in san francisco and all and where like i feel like this is still more mainstream in a way uh and seeing them their their behavior it's like oh it's okay they understand they know like no one is going to you know be offended um so that has helped me a lot just like be be okay with how i am i guess
0: yeah yeah i think that's great like I, i've been sort of changing how i've i behave and act in certain, certain situations but i'm i like 100 support the idea of that like accepting (laughs) who you are and how you're feeling and for me like I've been making these changes intentionally um Mm -hmm. not necessarily because of a like pressure from from others um but like you're making me think of of something that I've been doing too which is like um like one of the things that I used to do is like feel like if I go somewhere that I have to stay till the end (laughs) And one thing that I've started doing now is like actually like l- just leaving earlier. <laughs> Whenever I'm like I'm actually like tired, I'm I'm just like I'm not enjoying this anymore. I'll just like be more comfortable with being like I have to go. <laughs> and I'm just actually leaving. <laughs> um
1: Just like the Homer Simpson in the bushes,
0: sort of. Yeah, being like you know what, like <laughs> I've had It's like this was fun and. I'm kind of done here, <laughs> um, and that's made made a big difference. Like honestly, like rather than saying no, I'm not gonna go. Um, now maybe I go, but then just don't stay forever. Um, so right. that's kind of been more helpful. One other thing, I wonder uh, if it's the same for you, but for me, there's also like sort of a difference between people that I'm close with and then people that I. Don't know, like it. It tends to be easier to just like be around people that I know very well.
1: Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah, well, but I guess when you when you're around someone who you know very well, um some of the social aspect of it vanishes,
0: right? And I, right? it's like I feel like I don't have to entertain you.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, well, a very you know more extreme example is I live with my girlfriend. Right, I don't feel that I'm you know, spending energy just to <laughs> be here with her, you know, right. like yeah, yeah, yeah. that requires almost zero energy. Uh, it's not, <laughs> um, you know, because she's Hopefully. listening. So I can it. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, you know, it requires more energy from you socializing with a complete stranger than a good friend, of course, because some of the social yeah. pressures
0: are off. Um, so one thing I wanted to mention was like kind of shifting this conversation back to kind of work related things. things. Um, I think like for me, I found like a really good sort of uh, way to do things at work that like actually function really well with being introverted. Um, so for example, like one of the things that, um, what we've been doing is design sprints and design sprints are amazing for introverts because they're not, they don't focus on a group brainstorm and discussion. So it's taking the entire idea phase and letting you sort of do that on your own and then mm-hmm. batch together like the group conversations at the end um so it's actually like making making things way easier for me as an introvert.
1: Um yeah, that's good. Uh yeah, uh, we don't really do that cuz there's no like design team team uh, per se. Um but one thing that we do at Netlify is we with an exception of I feel like two days of the week, uh you know, any day you can work from home. You can just not go to the office if you don't feel like it. It's completely fine. Mm-hmm. You don't have that social pressure of you know we have to be in the morning in the office uh, and, and and deal with people um so that is something that no one ever like you know even question because i've been at companies where they're like you want to work from home yes you can but you have to you know uh, let us know beforehand like a week in advance or something that you're not going to be at the office this day um and, and i mean it I also understand why, <laughs> but anyway, here we have that in place and like, with the exception of, I feel like it's like uh, Tuesdays and Fridays, I believe, or something like that. I don't work at the office. I don't know. Uh, for me, every day is <laughs> work from home day. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, so some days that they, they need to rely with the fact that everyone's um, at the office uh, for meetings and stuff, um, like, you, you can just say, hey guys, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay at home today because I don't feel like leaving. <laughs> or like I, I'm already working. Like I'm I'm on a roll. I don't want to break the flow and, and commute and stuff like that. So that helps.
0: Um yeah, like another thing that I found for me, it's like even as I go a bit more into leadership, um, it's like a lot of the, these things are actually great for introverts. because <laughs> you um, 'cause you're gonna be doing one on one meetings, you're gonna um be yeah you're going to be leading a team um but in in certain aspects like it doesn't require as much hands on like collaboration work um so i can like usually most of my interactions are like one on one or in smaller groups um and i think i feel like i can take advantage of that like as an introvert um to To be able to, you know, like take the moments where I'm around with people and that's fine. But also, um, since I need that moment in myself, I can use that to actually focus on what I want to do and what I want to achieve. And it's actually helping me uh, a lot because, like, it would also be easy for me to spend a lot of my days just like talking to people all day and being in meetings and stuff like that. So, actually having that desire to also spend time like just alone working my things um i feel like that gives me a better balance um as as a design lead that
1: dude that is a great point and i'm glad you brought brought it up because i can't imagine like you know shifting to a leadership position or a manager position in where you know, the meat, in, the meat of your work is meetings and talking to people and then scheduling, planning and overseeing, whatever you guys do. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, for me, a meeting is super tiring. Like, right. So today, uh, regarding this Wednesday, like, for me, Wednesdays are, I have this huge block of like four hours sometimes five hours uh, of meetings back to back because we do demo days and do a retro and then do spring planning like every other week um these days like it feels to me super productive because i am (laughs) you know wasted i spend all my energy like oh my god i work so much but you know in reality like for me as an IC, I didn't produce any work really. So right. it's kind of like I mean, this building context is, is like, like,
0: important as well. But. No,
1: absolutely. Yeah, I don't absolutely. it's not a wasted time by any means, but like it feels like I've I've done so much cuz <laughs> this required so much energy for me. So I can only imagine if I, you know, if I jump to a, to be like a pm or, or a manager like in where most of my days would be meetings i would f- i would be so tired all the time like i wonder did that
0: yes, change but also do you notice that but also i find that that's actually sort of a strength that i have which is mm-hmm. like i'm heavily biased against having a meeting for a thing <laughs> um so it's like it forces me to make sure that the meetings that I do have are useful and valuable and relevant and the best use of my time. Um, And then it also like brings me to sometimes question like, do we even need a meeting for this? Like if we don't, then like let's not do it, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm finding that that's working for me. Um, Also like there are, there are things that you can do around schedule and making sure that like you don't have just like an entire day filled with meetings that you can spread things around. Um, but no, I've actually found that like not to be that much of an issue um, coming from an IC to a manager, or like being an introvert. I think there are tons of incredible like leaders that are introverted. Um, so maybe it changes a little bit how you do things, but I think it's like 100% entirely possible
1: anything anything else on the the topic like i i can't see anything else
0: yeah i think i think think that's probably it really um i think like something that you said is a very good point like one of the reasons that i wanted to talk about that is i think it's something that's important for people to know and think about for themselves um (laughs) like i mean you probably have a good idea (laughs) of what type of, of personality you have, um, but also like use that to make decisions in your life for like what should you do, how should you organize your days, stuff like that. Um, yeah. Because I think it makes a big difference when you know about these things and you can kind of tweak things as needed. And if you feel like you're too far one way or the other in the spectrum, well, you can try to like force yourself slowly to kind of get closer to the middle um and hopefully you'll you'll be happier with where you are even though it's totally fine to be like at one opposite end of the spectrum like there's no problem
1: with that. yeah 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 i mean yeah we're talking this you know a bit biased it's really both for introverted you. yeah uh, and <laughs> the theme just like last week's episode i feel like the theme is like the takeaway in the end is like don't feel bad for being a certain way. Um, You know, like, when I'm in San Francisco, um, I usually go out, and I I stay there for, like, two, three, four weeks, maybe. Um, And when I'm there, like, usually I'm staying at a friend's, or, like, or, you know, a hotel room or something. But it's, like, usually I'm not in my, I don't have my, you know, my home. I don't have my safe space. Mm. I'm very like out in the open. And then there's this extra layer of social pressure of like, hey, you're in San Francisco, you know, uh take advantage of that. So go out and meet people. And, and you know, it's not every day that you can actually go and grab a beer with your coworkers. Right. So do that. And then you know g- Go out with your friends because you don't see them, you know, for the most part of the year. All this pressure—you have to do stuff because you're only there for a couple weeks. So take advantage of that. Um, and that pressure is like is real, <laughs> and I I see it and I agree with it. Um, but it's still super okay to, you know, what? I'm just gonna go back to my hotel room and be in my room all night. For this one day because i can't like, right. i can't keep up the rhythm so it's just like be okay with who you are and because this is just you can't change how you function uh, you know this is like this is your your wiring right um and you can you can you can try to compensate on one side or the other um if you feel like that would be positive you know to you just like just like kevin just like what you're so, but, but don't feel bad for being the way you are. <sighs> Thanks, Dr. Phil.
0: Perfect. <laughs> well, that's a great place to end it.
1: Okay. Um, side dishes. Uh, hey, Kevin. Um, I have All I have right. a question that I want to leave for side dishes. Um, so I've been. I was gonna say fortunate enough, but that's not accurate. Um, so it happens. It just so happens that in my uh, whole career, I've I've managed to always. Work on my personal computer. Um,
0: huh? Interesting.
1: For some reason or the other, like, like right now, I have another. I, I, I got my MacBook Durable, That's like the company's computer. Um, but I, I, most of my work I do on my personal iMac. Um, just so happens that it may or may not, you know, be imminent a change in the company where I'm going to have to work for my, you know, company machine work machine. For security reasons, um, and that has ignited a lot of questions, <laughs> um, like for example. By the way, I feel like we should start this conversation with: Do you own like your personal computer and your work computer? I do not. Ooh, what? <laughs> okay, uh, interesting. So, do you only have a company computer at the moment? Like a yes, work machine interesting so you don't have a personal computer
0: nope so and i don't know if it's (laughs) i don't know if it's a good thing really but um i yeah i don't i just i'm i'm heavily biased to be a one computer person i just hate all the thinking like and i used to do that saying between like a a MacBook and a an iMac, and then I have Dropbox and run all of these things. But then, what I found is like the thing that I need is never happens to be on the computer. Whether it's a preference that it like is hard to sync, or a font file that's missing, mm-hmm. or something like that. And I hated all of it. um And you know, I've been at Shopify for a while, and like Shopify is totally fine with me using the computer to do pretty much whatever i want i mean like obviously (laughs) don't do bad things with your computer uh but uh just like it doesn't (laughs) like if i'm just browsing the web and sometimes working on side projects it's fine nobody's ever told me anything so
1: do you have to run specific uh, like antivirus stuff or like some software. So we don't run an antivirus
0: because that's terrible um, <laughs> for many reasons. Uh, but we do have sort of like an IT kind of, it's like a self-service thing where it's, it's almost like the Mac App Store, but where all the apps are free. <laughs> um, and it, I believe it does run some diagnostics. So for example, like if there's, a big like vulnerability like with the specter stuff um we i did get like a pop-up from it being like hey you should really update your computer right now (laughs) um but yeah like to my understanding like they're not monitoring traffic or anything like that they're just basically it's a way for them to push out messages programmatically based on certain criteria.
1: This is very interesting because I I know people that work at big companies like let's say let's say Google uh in where you know they have to run this specific VPN all right, the time. They right. have this little USB side stick that has <laughs> oh, to be connected god. all the time that has like a fingerprint sensor so you can authenticate into your machine. Seriously? And, like yeah, I know
0: this. Oh is, my yeah, god, this yeah, must, would be terrible. I know someone No, who, like so yeah. Shopify in general is heavily biased towards uh employee happiness <laughs> um so we try mm-hmm. to keep all the That's great. corporate <laughs> crap to a minimum so no we don't
1: so yeah okay that, that is great things. it's just because it's just this question popped up today because like okay you know what um we, we want to be compliant and I, I assume that this is most mostly true for most companies um and you know we have to we have to meet this criteria, this requirements, and one of the requirements is, you know, all the work that you do for a company has to be on a company-issued and controlled machine, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's, like, laws. I don't know if if that's true over there in Canada, but, like, I know that some, if not all, uh, states um, in the U.S. that have laws... Basically, the gist of it is, any, worked, any work uh, created on a company... Computer is owned by the company, so if you work on a side project, legally the company can own that
0: IP. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, I think that's probably true, and also like it's not just a law thing; like it can also just be in your contract. Um, mm-hmm. that might very well be true, um, even at Shopify, but I'd say like it really depends on your company here. Um, I really trust shopify and i know that like it wouldn't be a problem um but you know (laughs) for for a startup and i don't know you maybe you leave on bad terms you never know (laughs) um but i again like it's if you want to be really safe absolutely like have your separate computers like there's nothing that's going to beat that for me i'm willing to trade that for convenience um and i feel like i have a high level of trust in my company that like if things were ever to like go south and i like would stop working there anymore i don't think i'd be like an illegal battle over my little side project that i worked on um but yeah but it's up okay, to everyone to like kind of make a decision like- for themselves.
1: I'm gonna to have to do some changes because I can't work full time. You know, my MacBook Adorable is my daily driver, right? Um, like, and but right now I have my 5K iMac, which I adore. I this is my favorite Mac ever. I love this. You should computer. Uh, you should ask them um, to
0: buy you a Mac, uh, an iMac Pro. I I you know what? I
1: considered that option. I offered that option. I still have to hurry back, but like, it's not on my company's interested to have a desktop computer because when I travel, I need I still need a company computer so i'm gonna have to have two well i mean computers? you at least uh,
0: need a need a monitor get like an lg 5- i know uh, right uh, i don't know 5K. anyway
1: <laughs> like this is this is still very new to me i just i was just wondering how people deal with this because i've been ma- i managed to avoid this situation for all of right. my career um so i'm just curious so but hey listeners would you mind letting me know what's your situation like do you have two laptops a company and a personal one um do you just use your company machine like what's the deal um let let me know on twitter or on spectrum um
0: cool yeah that'd be interesting to know
1: (laughs) yeah i wonder because i i never i never asked this question but it should be fairly common right everyone works somewhere (laughs) (laughs) yep anywho Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I'll see, I'll, I'll see what I I can
0: do. All right. Recommendations. Recommendations. So my recommendation is, uh, the Roost laptop stand. Um, so Roost. Roost. Yeah. So what this is, is, um, it's a portable stand for your laptop. It's very light. Uh, it folds up super small so you can put it in a backpack. Um, and basically, it's a stand to prop up your your laptop so that it's at a, a normal height for you to work on. Um, and so, I don't know, as I've been getting older, <laughs> um, I can't work on a laptop for long stretches of time because uh, then I get... Sort of bad neck pains and stuff, um, and so this stand solves those issues for me. So if I plan on going somewhere where I'll know I'll be working for a couple hours, um, and I'm not going to be in my setup, I'm now using this, and it's making a huge difference. It's super easy to like carry around, set up, um, and then it doesn't hurt like my neck or anything like that while I'm working. You do have to carry an extra. Sort of mouse and keyboard, because um, obviously you w- wouldn't want to use that on the stand. Uh, but I really recommend this this product so far. Like I've been using it for about a week, um, and uh, it's been really fantastic. So check it out.
1: Okay, uh, my my recommendation this week is this thing called Flowkit for Sketch, and is this um,
0: it's a Library,
1: yeah, it's a sketch library that has a shit ton of <laughs> like little elements for you to create your flows, like annotations, uh, like m- content maps and stuff, uh, on sketch. And like, I had my doubts about this, um, until well, first <laughs> to check their marketing website, like, so this was made by uh, by my friend, uh, Ma- uh, Matt Smith. You may know him from all of his awesome, uh, <laughs> like his awesome work, his Twitter, his MDS on Twitter. Or we talked about uh, about a contrast that little utility for the Mac, um, which was made by was coded by Sam or friend Sam Sophus, and was designed by Matt Smith. So uh, Matt built this. the The marketing website is amazing. Yeah, it's, it's so amazing. Good. balls. Holy nerds. It's so good um it's just, you, like with this marketing website, I completely trusted the product to be honest <laughs> uh even if I didn't know matt um but anyway, so it's just this sketch library it has a lot like everything that you can that you may need um to annotate your designs um so I've been using this for a while, and I wanted to like give it a test drive before I recommended it um so what I did was I got this, added the, 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 the sketch uh file as a library file on abstract. And so and then it's like a sketch library. You can just you know use it on your main file. So I've been using this um over at Netlify once I am ready to just like share and present some kind of work, which involves like some user flows, and I've been designing like a very specific large user flow and using this it was just just like a no-brainer it's it's super easy to to actually do um all of the elements are like responsive uh, and all the the sketch symbols like they scale up so you can just like change their size and they're not gonna look wonky um so it's very well built the whole like the, the the small details of like the pages on the sketch start with an emoji so it just like looks good and presentable and have like an instruction set on on the, the sketch file itself um like it's just high quality and and you know your exports are gonna look fancy as hell
0: because <laughs> this looks so cool. <laughs> nice
1: it looks so so modern and and cool i couldn't pull this off anyway um Here's the thing. This is this is a paid um this is a paid kit. Uh, Matt is charging twenty nine bucks. Totally worth it, in my opinion. That's why I am recommending recommending it. Can say that. That's why I'm recommending it. This is what? Thing? That's how you say it. <laughs> that sounds one, weird. One extra recommending syllable. Recommending it. Recommending it. Yeah. Oh, holy shit! It's late. Um, <laughs> that's why I'm recommending it. Um, but whilst we're recording this, I kid you not. Um, I sent a DM to Matt himself saying that I was about to plug this as my recommendation of the week and uh, I wanted to let him know. Well, I asked him if he could offer something for our dear listeners. And guess what? Guess what, Kevin? Matt is awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think we knew that. If... <laughs> <laughs> um, Newsflash, Matt Smith is awesome. Um, if you use our code, uh, well, our link in the show notes, please do. I don't know the code off the top of my head. Well, we don't have the code yet, but there will be the code in the show notes. So read the show notes, and if you use that code, check this out. Matt will um offer you uh nine bucks out of that of that twenty nine, so twenty bucks, twenty bucks for this kit, which will improve. Uh, how you present
0: your work? That's a good Sketch. deal.
1: It is a great deal. It is a great deal. So, uh, thanks, Matt, for the code. Uh, thanks, everyone. Uh, you know, check the marketing. Even even if you have no interest in this, you're not going to use it. Check out that web page because it's <laughs> so awesome. I still don't know. I just want to inspect element the hell out of this. I'm I don't on know how the he website does transitions. I just yeah, realized. So when that. you click, like,
0: I am on well, the website. When you click
1: the little arrows for example, the transition of the of the lines so smooth. How?
0: <laughs> you see that? I did. I did see that.
1: Anyway, that's my recommendation.
0: Sweet. And
1: I think that this is it for the show. <laughs> Boom. So, uh, another show, episode eighty-seven. We did it, Kevin. I'm really proud. Of, um, episode eighty-seven. <laughs> we did it. Uh, if you want to continue the discussion of this show, you can do so at. So look at that, it rhymes. You, you can do that at spectrum.chat slash specfm slash layout. That's a, a mouthful, I know. So you can just click the link in the show notes. That's easier. Um, and you can you can you can talk to us there. Um, there's a spectrum uh post on this episode. Uh thanks Sarah once again uh, for creating that. And uh Sarah doesn't she like sometimes on the internet she seems that she's a robot sometimes. I don't know. I get this because we post an episode why? and boom there's a post on the spectrum. Um I don't know how she does it. Um anyway, she's you more can like continue a ninja, the discussion like there. Ninja, I think like a like a robot ninja. No. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sarah think the robot, robot ninja? ninja I
1: like that <laughs> um so anyway, you can you can, you can can uh, talk to us over there. You can let us know what's your, uh, you know, work, personal machine situation. I would genuinely love to know that. So please uh, chime in if you can. Uh, we want to give special shout-outs this week to listeners. Uh, Roxana... Su- oh, damn it, I can't pronounce it. <laughs> I'm going to try. Roxana Um she just reached out to us today before we start recording. Apparently, she listens to the show whilst she drives to work. Thank you, Roxana, so much for listening. Um, also, listener We're, Alberto, I think Rossini? we have to
0: be—I think we have to be thankful that she doesn't have a self-driving car. <laughs> What's gonna happen when she she doesn't have to actually drive anymore? Is she gonna keep listening? But she she to the could show? still listen to the show. I, mean, I guess while right? playing the the switch or something. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, sure. hopefully yeah. you stick with us, Roxana. <laughs>
1: um, listener Alberto Orsini, uh, and lastly, uh, listener that we can only really know the Twitter handle, which is Little At Work. That's a cute handle. I like that. Um, so lastly, you can follow us on the Twitter's. We are at Layout FM. Uh, I am personally I am uh, at Rafa Hari, and Kevin is at Vernal Kick. You can find the show notes, everything that we mentioned. Uh, if you want to check that out, including the special deal promo code on um, Flowkit, uh, you can do that by visiting layout.fm. Our website. That's also the best place to show to to find all of the other episodes. If this is like your first stop, hi, welcome. Um, lastly, this episode is sponsored by Envision. Once again, don't forget to check out DesignBetter.co for amazing. Um, knowledge and insight uh, into design, and um, and this show is part of Spec uh, FM network. So if you're looking for more shows to listen to, um, ch- check out check them out at spec.fm. Boom. <coughs> My mouth is dry. <clears throat> Damn, there was a lot of talking.